Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Benny and Haiti. Put your headphones in and ignore your co-workers. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. On this Turn It Up Tuesday, Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. Joining us now via the WGK Law guest hotline, we got Kevin Ostriker from Ravens Wire, also from Locked On Ravens Podcast. What's going on, Kevin? What's going on? Yeah, we got another win for the Ravens. They're 9-3 now, much needed by week four. I think it's coming Honestly, probably at the perfect time, they get to rest, they get to relax, and, and they get to regroup, which is, I think, what they need. Kevin, what are your feelings on this team 12 games in? They're, they're going into the bye at the top of the division, at the top of the conference for right now. Uh, what, and, and they're healthy for the most part. Guys are dealing with nagging injuries here and there, but for the most part, they have mo- most of their key starters on the field. How are you feeling about the Ravens going forward into the rest of the season? Yeah, well, I think their record right now, you can't complain about them being 9-3 and three and at the top of the AFC. Obviously, there are some things to work out. It's not, it has not been perfect for them, for sure. But the defense is playing lights out. They, they have all season, to be honest. And I think over the bye week, you know, John Harbaugh talked about it a bit yesterday, where they have the ability now as a coaching staff, as players as well, but the coaching staff to be able to regroup and just figure everything out. I think it's going to be important for them to – Make sure that they're they're all on the same page here. I know that we've seen some throughout the season where there hasn't been communication week three with, with the Zay Flowers situation, and obviously last week with the Chargers there was a bunch of controversy with the challenges. But being nine and three, the way that they are right now, I know that people are frustrated about how the losses happened. I get that, but every team has bad losses. Every team plays down to competition. Obviously, it's not an excuse or anything, but. To be 9-3 and three right now, and the AFC is, is competitive. I mean, we're going to see, obviously, if the Chiefs and the Dolphins and the Jaguars win on Sunday, the Ravens will move to fourth in the, in the conference because of their conference record. They have, a, they have a tough schedule coming up, though. So I think for now they've made it so that the, they won early, which means there's not as much stress late, but there's still going to be a ton of stress because the conference is still neck and neck and the division is not locked up at all either. you got the Steelers. They're at seven and four and the Browns too. I mean, you got to take them into account also. Kevin, the, the biggest thing I think offensively that needs to happen over the next two weeks, Ronnie Stanley needs to get his ass in, in shape, 
get stronger, get his tech. Because he was awful in that game. I mean, he was killing Lamar. Yeah, and it's been it's been a theme for him. And John Harbaugh talked about it yesterday too. That it hasn't been great, and obviously the injuries have been tough for him. But again, the Ravens are trying to win, and for Ronnie Stanley. He's not contributing to that right now, unfortunately. And it's tough because he's been such a good player for them. He's done so much for the organization. But obviously the NFL, it's a what-are-you-doing-for-me-now-lately league. What can you do for me now lately league? And right now, Ronnie Stanley's not really helping out that much. You know, he's someone that over the course of the season, and I think early on he was he was fine early on in the season, but it just, it just hasn't worked out for him over the last, I don't even know how long you want to say, month, month and a half. And the offensive line definitely had their – I mean, Khalil Mack got the better of Stanley, Morgan Moses. It, it was rough all around. The offensive yeah. line has had some inconsistent performances this year. I think, you know, Tyler Linderbaum, Kevin Zeitler, they've, they've been solid for the most part this season. John Simpson has definitely had his ups and downs as well. But I think this bye week, again, for some of these guys, it's so much more important than others. But everybody everybody loves it. But to me, I think that Ronnie Stanley is going to be the guy. Hopefully, I mean, you have to hope at this point that he's able to benefit, rest, and recover, as you talked about, because you're right, it was it was not a great showing from him on Sunday night. We're talking to Kevin Ostriker, who joins us via the WGK Law guest hotline. is Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Kevin, uh, I want to go to the defensive side of the ball real quick. We, we got to see... Uh, Kyle Hamilton on Sunday night really be all over the field in that win over the Chargers and the Sunday night football crew talked a lot about Kyle Hamilton. What do you make of how he's played in his second year? Yeah, he's he's been incredible. And the thing that I love about Kyle Hamilton is just how versatile he is. And we know that you can play him up in the box. You can play him as the deep guy. You can play him here. You can play him there. And I think for a defensive coordinator like Mike McDonald, who is so calculated in his, in his aggressiveness, he's, he's an aggressive coordinator, but he's calculated to have guys like Kyle Hamilton, if you want to go further than that, a guy like Arthur Millette. They have so many different types of players on that defense, but Kyle Hamilton kind of encapsulates the versatility, play him in the slot. And I think the play that stood out to me, if I were to pick one, was the one where he was getting held and he, he works off of the block and makes the tackle. And, and that, to me, he's made multiple plays like that in his career, and he's, he's only getting better at this point. He, he's an absolute stud, should be in, in the Pro Bowl, All-Pro award conversation here. He's someone that has made an impact, and that secondary has dealt with their fair share of injuries, but Kyle Hamilton has definitely made it so it's a smoother transition. Alongside other guys, too, you know, Brandon Stevens, you know, Stone get their credit as well. There's two. But Kyle Hamilton's been an absolute stud this year. Hey, Kevin, do you think they'll continue to um, start Keaton Mitchell as the running back? Yeah, it's such, it's such an interesting conversation. I think what might happen is it might just be a 1A, 1B thing, which I think with Gus, you can use him in different ways. But Mitchell's so electric. And I think the thing for him coming out of college was, well, he's a speedster. You know he's fast. You know he's electric. But – can he handle contact? Can he get to the edge with that speed with faster yeah. defenders in That's the NFL? That's the best thing he does. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the thing that he does. Exactly. He's someone that I think has wowed people. For, and <laughs> he's just been all over the field. And it feels like whenever he touches the ball, it's just a big play, you know, eight yards, nine yards, ten yards. So I definitely would do a committee between Keaton Mitchell and Gus Edwards. He, he's just – Mitchell's too good not to have on the field in those situations. And to me, he's someone that 
has so much in terms of the, the flash element, the speed element, and I'm really excited to see him keep going here because I think he's going to be big for him down the stretch. Kevin, Rashad Bateman is a guy that I think, you know, fans enjoy watching on the field, but I think everybody wants to see more from Bateman. He hasn't had a game so far this year where he's had more than three catches, more than three catches. He also hasn't had a game where he's had more than 35 receiving yards. I mean, is this the norm for Bateman at this point? Is this what you're expecting from him? Or do you think his production will grow as the year goes on? I I hope it does grow. And I think that for Bateman, he he looks better than he did early in the season. I think he's rounding into form. The production just hasn't been there. I know that in terms of targets, Zay Flowers is getting a lot of those. I know Isaiah likely was second on the team, so I expect him to get a big target share. But Bateman has won routes this season. I don't know if, if this year it's just the get back into form, do your thing a little bit, have these 35-yard games, 25-yard games, and then next year's the breakout. I mean, I, I expect it, it, it's interesting the stats haven't been there for him because with Odell, too, you know, he had the 100-yard game last week, but then this week against the Chargers, kind of the, the three for 34. And we've seen that with both Bateman and Beckham. So I think that, you know, with the way the offense is, they don't necessarily need Bateman to have 100 yards every single game. But it is interesting that he kind of, he kind of hovers in that 25 to 45-yard range. So I don't know if stats-wise next year is going to be the, the year he breaks out or anything. But I think he has looked better than he did early in the season. Hey, Kevin, don't you think that the way that Clowney has played, because good chance he ends up with double-digit sacks and – you know, if if he would tackle all the guys that he has missed, he'd probably be leading the league in sacks. Do you think? And and the other thing, um, with Ajabo going to be out, you know, probably ten months to sign Clowney, like give him a two year deal or another one year deal, something like that for next year. Yeah, I think I think that's what you should do, and I think he's he's earned it. For me, I mean, you're right. First of all, he he probably have what. 10 sacks by now. He's probably already be in double digits if he had tackled all the guys. And I think that that's been something that has been a Ravens thing for the last, uh, however, however many years you want to go back, but him, Kyle Van Noy, those guys have both been incredible. I mean, Clowney was an August signing. Van Noy was a September signing. Both of those guys have been incredible. And Clowney's always been a guy that, you know, the, the sack production has been inconsistent. It's never been full. I mean, he hasn't, he's never had 10 sacks in a season. He, he's had nine and a half. He's had nine, but he's never had 10 sacks. And Clowney's been someone where I think the analytics favor him, but the, but the box score stats don't worry. We know he's disruptive against the run, but the question coming into the season was, is he going to be able to bring consistent pressure, consistent sack production? I mean, he's answered those calls obviously in the biggest way for him. He had those amazing fumbles or forced fumbles and the one honestly that maybe saved the game for him but the Chargers down in the red zone where they get no points out of that drive so he's been awesome for him he's super physical the Ravens defense this year they're such a physical physical mm-hmm. group and Clowney I think embodies that other guys do too obviously you know when you talk about that Roquan's probably the first one that comes to mind but Clowney's definitely up there and the fact that they've had all these guys step up his I think increased the ceiling of this defense and has helped raise the floor too. And it's contributed to a team that now I think is just one sack off of their, of their total from last year. And we're in week 13 here. So that they're definitely, I mean, I'd assume they're going to get it in week 14 and it's going to come in handy, come to playoffs. Kevin, great stuff as always, man. Appreciate you spending some time with us this morning. We'll talk again next week.
Absolutely, guys. I appreciate it. Thanks so much. All right, Kevin. Enjoy it. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get to the whip around, see what's going on in the world of sports. We had a Monday night football game last night, if that's what you want to call it. Uh, the Wizards, they were on the hardwood last night. The Caps were on the ice as well. That and much more next here. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. On the fan. Diddy and Hades with Brought to you by Fox Hill Pizzeria and Crab Cakes, the best crab cakes in Harford County. 1057 The Fan. Crummy pocket, throws a pass, deflected, intercepted on the ricochet, picked off by Edwards, the linebacker on the hash mark, and Dobbs is thrown his third interception tonight. Vinny and Haney back here on 1057 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw. Behind the glass. It's the whip around. You just heard that audio courtesy of Westwood One. The Bears win the somebody had to win bowl last night. Bears outlast the Vikings 12 to 10. The Bears didn't even score a touchdown. Won this game yeah. uh all four field goals. The Vikings four turn four four interceptions from Josh Dobbs. Uh and they weren't all his fault, but one was Addison's. Yeah, I mean and, and another one went off another receiver's hand and then another one was a great play by a corner that just tipped it up in the air. Uh and it's led to the Vikings now, I guess, reportedly looking over their quarterback options again. Uh now after it looked like Dobbs may be the one to kind of help put their season back on track. That dream has gone away, it seems. Well, I mean, the guy was one and eight in Arizona. Mm-hmm. And now he's won a couple games. People get excited. But then all of a sudden, you are who you are. <laughs> Even though some of those wins that they that he did have with uh, Minnesota where they came back, I mean, a lot of that is just freelance, running around, making something happen, you know, fluke, fluke plays happening and going in their favor. I mean, and look, uh, I think the, the Vikings, you know, if they had won last night, you got to start having a real conversation about oh, yeah. the NFC sitting, North. What, seven and five, and mm-hmm. they played Detroit twice. 
You got and Jefferson on now. Jefferson coming back after back. the bye. So, I mean, and he still looks like he will be. So we'll see what happens. But last night was a dreadful showing by the Vikings and even the Bears in the win. Justin Fields looked awful. Back-to-back possessions with bad fumbles, not taking care of the ball, overthrows, just uh, uh, one of the worst football games I've seen uh, so far this season. Uh, let's go to the NBA with the Wizards. They were on the hardwood, and you talk about somebody had to win it. Well, somebody had to win it between the Wizards and the Pistons, and the Wizards came out on top. The Wizards win 126-107. Kyle Kuzma, he leads them in scoring 32 points, 12 rebounds, 8 assists in the win. Uh, Jordan Poole, 3 for 9 from the field, 10 points. Uh, he's just been pretty bad. Uh, here in D.C. or out there in D.C. I should say the Pistons uh, they were led by Kate Cunningham 26 points uh, but the Pistons fall 126 to 107 to the Washington Wizards on the ice the Capitals they were on the ice last night uh, the Capitals taking on the Sharks lose 2-1 to one to the Sharks last night in San Jose uh, it's been a while since I've watched the Caps uh, admittedly but I didn't expect the Caps to do much this year. It seems like they've been okay for the most part, 10-6 and six and 2 on the year. Yeah, they've lost two in a row now. Edmonton blew them out 5 nothing, And then San Jose is the worst team in the league. Mm-hmm. And they lost to them 2-1. to one. They're on a West Coast swing. they got to play L.A., Anaheim. Um, I don't think it's going to go that well. The, the thing is, is like the Caps that we're used to following and right. the Caps that we liked watching, exciting you know, hockey and all that. It's now gone. they're a defensive because they can't score. Mm-hmm. That's the problem. And Ovi's struggling. They, they they don't have any superstars. Ovi can score on the power play kind of thing. So they got to win two to one, three to two, and their goal at Kemper's got to play great. Yeah, we'll see if the Caps are able to get back to some of that postseason glory that they had a couple of years ago. Uh, as the season goes on, on to baseball, onto the diamond, the Orioles uh, putting out some news today. Orioles announced their home 2024 game times for this year. The Orioles for Saturday home games. Those games will begin at 4.05 p.m. outside of their uh, game against the Texas Rangers on June 29th. That game will be at 7.15 on weeknights. The home games will begin at 6.35 this year and they did that a lot last year uh as well six a lot of 635 home starts throughout the week now on friday home games that those games will begin uh at 705 all sunday home games are scheduled for 135 uh as normal so orioles games still and i think this is good you know i don't i don't mind these games getting pushed up a half hour number one he likes are, it yeah i think everybody does i'm yeah. sure haney does as well somebody that has to get up uh, in the morning, but the the game times for the baseball games have come down uh, over the last year. The pitch clock, I'm sure that helps. But then you get some of these earlier times that allows people to be able to stay up to watch some of these games. And especially with the year that the Orioles are coming off of, I think a lot of people are uh, trying to pay attention to what the Orioles are doing this well, this I upcoming think season. The biggest thing, too, Cordell Norm, you can you're a big baseball guy, but I think the biggest thing is is the games aren't four hours, right. you know. I mean, right. it was like, uh, you know, and it was like forever, 
you know, now you're out of there in two hours mm-hmm. or two and a half, and it's enjoyable. I, I like the new rules. I like the pitch clock. I like the hurry up. I think it's I think it's good, Norm. Stick with the six thirty-five. Yeah, they've been teasing it for years. Mm-hmm. They finally dipped their foot in with it last year. It was a smashing success. It was. The game's done by nine at the latest. Yeah, at the latest, you got your whole night ahead of you still. You're not up. A West Coast trip is the West Coast trip. Mm-hmm. That's a whole nother thing. But home games, all East Coast games, six thirty. So win win for the Orioles in that one. Do we you think we got time for a call? What you want to do, Nolan? We got time for one call, Nolan says. Let's go to Mitch in New Jersey. Mitch, you're on the fan. Hey, how's it, how's it going, guys? Happy holidays. Same, Same to, you. to you, Mitch. All right, you know, your Ravens got a, a pretty good defense. But Chargers placed it to the level of their opponent, but there's always something with them. You got you got like uh, Zach Flowers. It probably reminds you of a, a little bit of a small uh, Terry Metcalf. And um, enjoy the games. Yeah. Uh-huh. We have a day off. Oh, week oh. 13. Yeah, appreciate the call, yeah. Mitch. Yeah, I mean, look, the Ravens defense has been flat-out dominant this year. I think it's the best defense in football. Um and regardless of how you feel about them, they are, I believe, a Super Bowl caliber defense. The way that the way that they've been playing to this point in the season, fast and physical. That's that's what I would say. Fast, smart, fast, and physical. Because especially last week, I I thought if there was three mental errors in that game, I'd be shocked. I thought they fundamentally, and we'll talk about it. But I thought I thought they played really smart, really fast, and really physical. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll switch gears, get to some college football. The college football playoffs are right around the corners. We got uh, conference championships coming up next. A lot of big games here in college football. We'll talk to Michael Elder about all of that and more next here on The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Taking sports to a whole new level. 105.7 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass on this Turn It Up Tuesday right here on The Fan. Joining us now via the WGK Law Guest Hotline, we got Michael Felder here to talk some college football with us with the conference championship games going on this weekend. How you doing, Michael? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing? Good. Not bad. Appreciate you making some time for us today. A lot of games to get to for this upcoming weekend. I want to start with, in my opinion, the biggest one, uh, the SEC championship game, Georgia against Alabama. Bama coming off that uh, crazy win in the Iron Bowl uh, last weekend. Uh, How do you feel about this matchup against Georgia? And how could this, assuming Bama does pull off the upset, how does that impact the college football playoff rankings? Well, I think if Bama pulls off the upset, what we're going to be looking at are two SEC teams in the college football playoff. Like, I mean, if Bama pulls off the upset, uh, starts a game, kicks at four, Bama pulls off that upset, we're going to be looking at Alabama. Absolutely, they will be in, and Georgia will still be in. And uh, why well, it's going to obviously it's going to hurt Ohio State. Um, it's going to hurt um, probably going to hurt Florida State, especially because they're playing with a backup quarterback mm-hmm. and. We'll see who gets to go. It's, it might hurt Oregon as well. So this is going to be a really interesting situation on how all these things shake out because when I look at it, like you, you look at the standings, you look at the rankings, you look at all those things, it's really interesting to see who ends up where because Georgia's going to be in and Michigan wins are going to be in. And we all expect Michigan to win. Washington, if they win, they're in. And so it's going to be interesting to see that fourth spot if Alabama pulls off the upset. If if Alabama did win, Michael, what about Texas? Oh, yeah, it hurts them too, huh? <laughs> just just, be, just because Texas beat Alabama early in the year, of course, but at Alabama. So, and they've always been one ahead of them throughout these rankings. I know, and we're doing. I'm doing the show for uh, for Max tonight, and I'm excited to get to talk to. Uh, Andy Staples and Ryan Shazier about that because this is not the same Alabama team that we saw play Texas. And, right. and I think that's a really important thing to, to, to note that teams do change over the course of the season because this isn't the same Florida State team that beat LSU, right? It's not the same team. They got a different quarterback. All their stuff is different. Alabama is committed fully to Jalen Milrow. I mean, what a miracle play that he pulled off. And I love the way that he looked to the right and they set up a Hail Mary to the right and they just let, got, let one guy go one-on-one over their bond. Uh, to the left corner. So it's going to be interesting to see how this takes shape. But I definitely, if Alabama beats Georgia, all of a sudden the Texas win over Alabama, I don't know if it gets better or if Alabama now has the best win of the season and that gets them in. But I do, like, you can't, Alabama will not be kept out of this if they win this weekend. I want to go to the Pac-12 championship game where you've got Washington and Oregon. Great matchup in that one. Both teams have been great this year, led by two quarterbacks who are knee-deep in the uh, Heisman race right now. How do you feel like that one will end up going? Man, you know what? Before we talk about this game, can I ask you, 
Who do you think are going to be the five guys in New York City? I want to ask you before you ask me, because I want I, let, let me put you on the spot. I think my boy Jaden Daniels will definitely be there. Uh, yeah. Bo Nix will be there. Yep. Penix will Penix. be there. Yep. Uh, I, I, I think Marvin Harrison should be there. I don't know if okay. he will be, but he should be. Um, yeah. And probably the quarterback out of Alabama, the way he's played this year, I, I would Noah? imagine he, yeah, okay. I think he should be there. Okay, I dig it. Okay, I, it's, I, I love because I just I had to do that because everybody I know folks are going to ask me about this a million times, and I want to kind of take the temperature on the room. You, we're all we're on the same page. Um, Milrow kind of I think he deserves it just for his ability to like just really kind of persevere through. Nobody liked him in the first two weeks, so Nick Saban said, "Here's what the other guys can do," and then he came out and he mm-hmm. just. What about the, the Georgia though. quarterback? He's been pretty good. Yes, and I would. He's been. He's been fine. He's been good. He's been he's been better than we thought he would probably be. I just I, I'm get, I'm going Milrow over him, but I think you're, you're right. I think there are going to be folks that vote for Beck. Um, here's your question about the Pac-12. Um, this league has been amazing, right? This league has been so good this season. It's it's kind of sad to see that they're going to be completely decimated. Um, yeah. <laughs> in one year, one year, but it's um I, I think that Washington. They play a little bit of timely defense. They show up every now and then. Oregon, to me, they, they come out with a sledgehammer every day. And watching Oregon play, they're, I think they're really upset about this game and I'm, or, or about the way the, the first version of this right. game went. And I, I, if, if, I don't know if you guys have seen these Dan Lanning speeches, but if he comes out with another one of those bangers, like, listen, Coach Prime can sit on the sidelines because – Dan Lanning is giving the most beast speeches to start the games that I've seen all year. And he's just letting them – and he got it from Kirby Smart, obviously, because Kirby Smart's speeches are like, yo, we're going to go out there. And I can't say the words that he says, but he goes out and does it, right? Like, So I think that um, – I think we're in for a real a real banger. I, I don't know. I still haven't settled on who I – I got – I got – what time is it? It's almost noon? Yep. I've got – I've got – five hours, six hours to figure out who I think is going to win this game. And let me tell you something, I still don't know. Uh, just to be honest, I still do not know who I can win this game because I love Penix. I think Bo Nix moving out to move up was healthy for him. And I think that Washington is more explosive offensively, but Oregon's defense, I really love watching them play. What do you think of the coaching hire so far, Mike? Um, I, I'll say this. I, I think that um, Jonathan Smith, it, let me tell you something. My wife went to Michigan State. And so I think that Jonathan Smith hire is a perfect fit for them to get back to who they are. Um, for people that don't follow Michigan State that closely, they basically went through this, like, transition phase. When they, remember when they went to the playoff and they got whooped by Alabama? Their profile got elevated, right? And they started they started recruiting kids that didn't fit the program, but were better than the kids that they're used to getting at that program. And I think Jonathan Smith will get them back to kind of that 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 like small market, be ready, like just we we are we are grinders. We're 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 like living in the same world as Iowa and Wisconsin. I think that's a good spot for we them get to be the in. Castoffs from Michigan. It's it's not it's not. Here's the thing: it's not even that because Michigan doesn't recruit Michigan. No, they recruit nationally. They recruit nationally. Michigan State recruits Michigan. And instead of going and getting bigger kids, bigger names, now they're going to continue to recruit Michigan. I think that's a big thing. Although, Mike, let me just say this. When I was at Notre Dame and on the good kids, I was never – Michigan State was never in it. It was always Michigan. Mm Mm-hmm. 
Exactly. And it's, that's what it, that's, it's the same, it's the same thing. And when Michigan state was really good, they had a bunch of kids that were grinders from the state of Michigan, Uh maybe from Northern Ohio, maybe from Western Pennsylvania, but all those kids were from there and they, those kids, you know what they did? They hated Michigan for mm-hmm. not recruiting them. Yep. Mike, I want to get your thoughts on a guy that's not playing this upcoming weekend. We did talk about him a second ago, but Jaden Daniels, he, I, I've been kind of infatuated yeah. with his game uh, going all the way back to him at Arizona State as a freshman. And um, I was happy that he transferred to a bigger school, bigger conference, mm-hmm. better opportunity to get that exposure. What do you make of his game? I mean, obviously, he's the most dynamic runner, mobile quarterback in college football right now. But I love him as a passer as well. He's he's a little he's very he's a little frail. He's got to hit the weight room, and he takes some big hits. But outside of that, I love everything about his game. How do you think it will go for him at the next level? I think he's going to be fine at the next level. Here's the thing that I like. This is the the re- I love that you brought this up because. He is thin, but it's he's thin the way that Devonta Smith is thin, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're thin and very strong. Like, he doesn't need to get bulkier. He doesn't need to squat 700 pounds like Jalen Hurts. He's thin but strong, and I love that about his game. Um, I love the running dyna- dynamism that he brings to the table. I think he's a very accurate passer at the next level. I think he, I think he should be the first quarterback off the board. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he will be, but I think he's certainly – this is the big key. And I've been, I've been thinking about this a lot. He played for an NFL coach at Arizona State. He plays in an NFL system at LSU. I don't think there's anyone more prepared to play in the NFL than Jaden Daniels. This guy has already shown that he can do all these things. And everything you ask him to do, to make multi-level reads, to, to sit in the pocket, to make plays. and Because he doesn't – they call some design runs for him. But he only runs when there's nothing there. Right. And the only time there's nothing there is when somebody decides that they're going to bracket neighbors. You bracket neighbors, he understands it. He looks at the other guys. He's like, okay, you guys ain't getting open. Now I'm going to take off. But if you don't bracket neighbors, he's going to sit in that pocket and he's going he's to hurt you bad. Because neighbors also is an absolute freak at the wide receiver mm-hmm. spot. Michael Felder, really appreciate your time today. Let the people know how they can follow you and find your work. Oh, yeah. Check me out um, in the bleachers on, I guess it's called X now. Um, also, uh, check out the show. show starts at 7 tonight. Uh, the selection show, we're going to do a selection reaction. Myself, Andy Staples, and Ryan Shazier, uh, who I think both, most of you folks, they, know, they remember Ryan Shazier. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so we do a show together um, on Max. It's on Max, or you can find it on the Bleach Report app. And check out my Substack. It's Felder on Substack. So that's it. That's how we do it. Michael, appreciate your time today, man. We'll talk again down the line. Thanks, Michael. Sounds good. You guys take it easy. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll take a trip through the fun house. We'll quick draw McGraw, see what the text line is talking about today. That's next here. on. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. 
Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. The fan. Until the gold club opens. Make it rain. Vinny and Haney. Better grab an umbrella. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Cordell Woodland in for the Bobster here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're going until 2 o'clock right here on The Fan. Coming up at 12, we'll get you some news from The Nest. We'll hear some audio from John Harbaugh and his coordinators who spoke yesterday out at the castle. But first, let's take a trip through the fun house with Quick Draw. Quick Draw's Fun House. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Let's start here with, uh, well, people still not happy with John Harbaugh. We'll oh, put yeah. it that way. Uh, <laughs> or at least his explanation for lack of challenges, the challenge that didn't work. Uh, this texter here says that's the problem with Fraudball, his nickname there, not mine, mm-hmm. uh, says nothing is ever his fault. They butchered those three challenges. He comes out with a bunch of double talk. Uh, no one calls him out on it. That might explain two playoff wins in the last 10 years. He should have been gone a long time ago. Well, I, I don't know. There, there. To me, the one that I thought was the Lamar one. I, I thought that's the one they should have challenged. Now the um, Aguilar one. They thought it was a first down, so there was no need to challenge because they thought it was first down. So I, I give them pass on that one. The other one, I guess, whoever's upstairs told them that. It's questionable. But, I mean, if you're questioning that one, right? you know, why wouldn't you do the Lamar one? That Because the other one is on the plus 27, and you got a chance to go score. But it was going to be fourth down, I guess. Um, and they probably figured that they were going to make it. Now, I, I kind of wish Harvest would have said hindsight. Yeah, of course I wish I would have challenged it now because we didn't make it. Instead of saying, no, we made the right decision on all of it. Whereas Todd Munkin on the one. I like Todd's ex- explanation when he's, uh, he said, hey, I screwed up. I called a first down play. We thought it was a first down. I called a first down play. That's so, that's where I'm at with it. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not going to go as far as to say they need to fire him right now. But I, I'm, no. I'm right there with you. I, I would have liked to see him take some accountability. It, look, you, want, you win the game. You're going into the bye in first place. This is the time to take accountability for something like that, you know, because I think it'll give you, it'll buy you some grace with the fans and stuff down the line if it does carry a bigger impact. But if you're not going to take accountability for it now, definitely aren't going to do it if it ends up costing you a game. Right. If if he would have, because 
with Monka, no, everybody kind of likes that, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you guys that were there and stuff. I mean, Norm, did, we, we could play what Monka said. I thought mm-hmm. it was it was kind of entertaining. Hey, you know, everybody thought it was a first out. I looked down there. He's got his foot down there. It's first out. So, I mean, because I'm in go mood, I got to give Lamar a play. I give him a first down play. Then I find out we're on fourth down, and he said, Gus, save my butt. Right. Well, not to do another uh, a Munkin uh, Roman comparison, but I do see this on social media. You see it, uh, people watching the press conference live stream. When Munkin speaks, they like that he is pretty brutally honest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Criticizes himself. Uh, you know, say what you want about Greg Roman. The one thing that rubbed people the wrong way is it was always kind of cliche, dancing around answers, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I think the transparency resonates. Uh, another one here, uh, Texter says, need to talk more about Lamar's inconsistency with the deep ball. He's regressed horribly over the past few years. It was actually sort of decent early in his career. How many times this year have we watched him overthrow a wide-open receiver? Not even close, 10, 15 yards overthrow. Uh, he's only a one- or two-read quarterback. Well, the, only, the, the thing that I would like to see them perform better over the next five games in the playoffs is the deep ball because that's the only thing to me that's really lacking in their game is Lamar's deep ball. Would you agree with that Cordell? Uh, I mean, yeah, I I definitely think that's the area of his game that needs the most improvement. Uh, I mean, like I said earlier, I think the last two games he's been better at it. I I think it's a lot of factors that go into it. Every time it's an incompletion down the field, it's not just, so easy to just say, oh, it's it's the quarterback's fault. But yeah, without question, that's the that's the biggest area of his game that needs the most improvement. How about one on the Orioles here? Texter says Orioles sitting around watching good pitchers fly off the free agent market. Sonny Gray was one of the best mm-hmm. options out there. He's already gone before the winter meetings even begin. Yeah, I, I wouldn't say that they're sitting around watching it happen. I mean, I I, I think that they they're they're trying to get something done, but. Yeah, I mean, it's not great when you're seeing a pitcher gone already, and I'm sure they have their list of guys that, they, that they're that they looking to target this year. It's still early in the process, but um, Mike Elias has made it clear, especially when I when I spoke to him a couple weeks ago, he's made it clear that pitching is their number one priority right now, both in the rotation and in the back end of the bullpen with Batista gone. So I, I still think that that's something that they're going to aggressively target. But they're not going to get every available pitcher. Well, and the thing about it is, Cordell, he he knows what the market is because he talks to all these agents. Mm-hmm. And, and the agents know because the agents are not going to say, well, we're not going to call the Orioles. You know, they know who needs pitching. Right. So they're going to call, hey, Mike, uh, Sonny Gray's available. He, and Mike's like, what's the range? Are you in the ball? Are, are you in, in the game with that? No, we're not. Okay, and they move on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know that—that's how. So Elias knows everything that's going on. It's just they're not willing to go to those numbers. Yeah, twenty-five million a year. Yeah, they ain't is, paying uh, that for Sonny Gray. Uh, and, well, I might make, but for right. sure, Angelo's <laughs> mode. And for what it's worth, uh, Aaron Nola, who resigned with Philly last week, he was just under twenty-five million a year. About twenty-four point five million was his average. Uh, Jeff Passan did a off-season preview yesterday. Little tidbit in there said the Orioles were actually in on Nola. I don't know how deeply they were in if he was going to go back to Philly the entire time, but they inquired. So it could be like you're saying, Vinny. They're like, "Hey, what's he worth?" Oh, that's too much. But 
Well, the thing about free agency is, and Joe Gibbs always used to say this, um, you know, what you think going in, it's it's higher. It's always higher. Because anytime there's competition, you know, it's it's going to go up. And especially if everybody's looking for pitching, price Mm-hmm. You know, what you have budgeted, all of a sudden it's like, damn, you know, okay, that's the market. And and if you want a pitcher and you're not willing to pay market value, you're not getting a pitcher. It's easy as that. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll get you some news from the Nets. John Harbaugh addressed the media yesterday. So did uh, the coordinators as well. We'll hear what they had to say as they head into the bye week at 9-3 and three next here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t